Hey, it's Dean and Red, and we're the host of Essentially on the Rocks, a podcast built for after the 9 to 5. Yes, when being professional is no longer required. Come hang out with us. We drink whiskey, craft beer, talk crap, and laugh. We mostly talk crap to each other's face. And you did drink that wine I got you pretty fast. Yes, I do accept this, but don't act like you did not get smashed on $2 moonshine. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Join us on Essentially on the Rocks. New episodes released monthly. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Why are we... All these obscure movie quotes. I don't think that's as obscure. That's pretty obscure. No. The bottle. <laughs> Get the bottle. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. I'm really proud of the way that... So this is the first time in a month that I haven't sounded like trash starting that out. That's... That's true. So that's, that's, I'm very pleased with that one. I hope you all liked it as much as I did. <laughs> I think I'm like 95% there. I've still got like a gummy throat. If that oh, makes God. Sense. Why is that I'm the worst sorry. description you could have possibly used? I don't used know how else to explain it. Like, there's just a tad bit of like, <sighs> see, mine now is just allergies. Like, I, I developed allergies within the past few years. It's very annoying, but now it's just the usual, which doesn't make it any better, but no, still sucks. Well, anyway, we're back. We're not better than ever, but we're good. We've been better. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All that to say is we are feeling good. Feeling all right. Good is a stretch. All right is okay. Okay. So we're back this week with, I mean, I don't think anybody should, we're, we went to a cemetery. Yay. Yay. (laughs) They're not in short supply. They are not. And I know we sound, we obviously sound very excited about it, but it's really, I do like cemeteries. We've been to a number of cemeteries at this point. And like Mm -hmm. we said, I'm pretty sure, like, just about any cemetery should be haunted because of the nature of it. That, and they're all so different. Even if you take away, like, the supernatural aspect of it, I feel like we haven't been to a cemetery that I'm like, oh, this is just like... No, I know. And this 100 one, Steps or just like whatever. Yeah, obviously you'll hear about this cemetery re- very soon. But it still had a very different vibe to me. I don't know if you felt the same way, but thinking about it now, I'm like, it's nothing like any other cemetery we've been to. No. It's kind of odd. No. That's why I said that. Because <laughs> none of them are the same. So anyway, we... Yeah, I don't even think I said it. I said we went to a cemetery, but we went to Bonds Chapel Cemetery in West Baden Springs, Indiana, which sounds very fancy. Apparently, there's a nice hotel there. I've never been, but... I saw the picture of it. Does it have, like, a big dome? I think so. It's It sounds like it's fancy. Yeah, when I looked up the town, I was like, oh my goodness, I saw a picture. <laughs> so then, I mean, we did not get to see the town, like, at all. It was no. just very straight. Like a straight shot to the cemetery. Well, I don't know if I'd call it a straight shot. It was a take your Dramamine, folks. It's like it's a ride to get out there. So I actually picked for the drink for this episode, and you all may be surprised that I picked a wine. And not only did I pick a wine, I picked a red wine. That you did. I, you I did, did, and I was a little, wine. I was reluctant about it, but there's a reason why I picked this wine. So there's a bit of a story that goes along with it. I went to. 
our local big red liquors mm-hmm. <laughs> and this one's actually pretty close i don't know why i haven't utilized this one yet because it's pretty close to me i went i was like i just need to grab something and go i don't need anything fancy i walk in and of course they always ask can i help you find anything megan hasn't heard this story yet and you say no <laughs> no i was just like you I know am. what i want to get in and out so i was like <sighs> usually i'd kind of like beat around the bush and say what i'm looking for but i was like me and my sister have a podcast. We were talking about a dude who was in the military and some chains. Do you have anything that kind of reflects that? And the, they were showing me all these. Well, first of all, he's like, I know the perfect thing. And I was like, what? He's like, this whiskey. And I went, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, slow down. <laughs> yeah, he's just a whiskey. I was like, we don't hate whiskey, but like, no, thank you. He was super accommodating. Like, he actually walked me through most of the store. We walked through like the beer cooler whatever that thing is the uh beer cave if you will he took me into like a separate wine room very invested and i was like oh all right and he started like asking about the podcast and stuff i was like okay i'll I'll tell you (laughs) and so i'm explaining it to him and he said he was really excited by it he was like very animated about it and he's just like that sounds really cool like so have you do you like haunted houses and stuff too i was like well of course we do Mm -hmm. i don't know but he's he's asking all these questions like how would i find your podcast i was like oh like on any streaming platform spotify apple music he pulls up spotify he's like where do you find it and i showed him and he went boop and he's like you have a new follower oh. and he's following us now <laughs> and then you saw we had a new oh that's the second person that was there that wasn't the guy that was helping me oh. as i was checking out the guy was like so what is this podcast again and asked me about it no oh, man he's just like i'll have to find you guys he found us on facebook so hello hey. to hello to both of you thank you i did see those notifications i said who are you guys <laughs> yeah no it was it was a really fun interaction and he kind of led me to this wine which i haven't said what it is yet and it's a little relevant, a little not, but I'll get there. So this wine is a pretty popular one that I actually don't think we've used for an episode yet. May- no, I think we've just drank, drank it, it casually. Yes. <laughs> a, diff- a different varietal, though, not yeah. this one. So this is 19 Crimes Red Wine. It's a 2019, and it doesn't say specifically what it is. It's It's just a red wine. Red blend or something. Yeah. So I'll read the back of it. Well, actually, Megan, I want you to read the back of it because I have oh. to get something ready for this wine. There's, It's a party trick, if you will. Oh. So go on. Okay. Well, <clears throat> this is a Southeastern Australian wine. It says, 19 crimes turned convicts into colonists. Upon conviction, British rogues guilty of at least one of the 19 crimes were sentenced to live in Australia rather than death. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Is that really worse than death, though? Uh, I, Depend, depends on where you are. Uh, I've never been to Australia, so if, I don't know if we even have listeners in Australia, but uh, sorry. It's just really hot and everything can kill you there. Pretty, yes, yeah. <laughs> this punishment by transportation began in 1788 and many of the lawless died at sea. For the rough hewn prisoners who made it to the shore, a new world awaited. As pioneers in a frontier penal colony, they forged a new country and new lives brick by brick. This wine celebrates the rules they broke and the culture they built. Okay. And then I see another line below it, so I have a feeling I know what you are about to do. Exactly. So now I'm going to try to scoot away from the mic. I'm going to hold the wine bottle for Megan. I want you to hold my phone near your microphone and scan the label as it says. Okay. 
Okay. So we're, we're going to do this. Hopefully this works. It's a very cool. The guy, again, the guy at Big Red Liquors, I feel really bad because I did not catch his name, showed me this. And I was like, I honestly just want to get the wine for this now. So here we go. Okay. So I'm just going to scan. Yes. Convicted of crime 18. Spared the hangman's noose. Banished to Australia. I found true love in the most unlikely of places. <laughs> right? What? Was banished no. to Australia for crimes against the crown. They believed my story was over, but it was merely the beginning. <laughs> you can do it. Does he keep the talking? The spirit of a rogue sustains when the bars of man impede. For no cage can hold that which is boundless. No man stop that which is fated to be. Hmm. Watch again. Yeah. Goodness. So, uh, it's... Let me come back. I don't know how, but maybe we'll try to get that on the website. Isn't that cool? You could do a a screen recording or something. That's true, and it does multiple. It does multiple brands as well. So, Nineteen Crimes is just one of them. But okay, I can't get it too close now. <laughs> but no, basically, it turns the label into like Harry Potter esque. Mm -hmm. I, like the dude on the label starts talking to you like his face well, it is says moving. it's ar augmented reality yeah i didn't know this and you can use it with other wines i think it said like even some behringer brands 19 oh. crimes is the but yeah he's like have you ever heard of this i was like absolutely not <laughs> i think we've had behringer before or we've yeah there's behringer bros it. gentleman's collection lindemans behringer main and vine matua and the walking dead i guess they have a oh, wine hmm. but yeah if it we'll put it all on the website or maybe in the description for this episode but there's a an app you can download called living wine labels and any wine that's listed there w this label will talk to you and it, he turns <laughs> and looks at you and he blinks and his mouth moves and everything technology 2021 is scary <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> i don't know so c does the crime thing kind of tie into the theme of this story a little bit it's okay. not really what i wanted <laughs> but just for the sake of that little party trick i wanted the i told him i was like i'm just gonna do it i like it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but there is i mean a part of this story kind of is crime-esque so it's not too far off I really wanted something with chains, and you'll figure out why. But let's just let's just open this wine and try it now. Okay, it is a pop. Oh, that that poor cork got a little messed up. It did. It went in a little cockeyed, but that's okay. Okay, ready? All right. Ooh, wonderful. Yes, nice and clean. And I didn't even give you a <laughs> countdown. Sorry, I just surprised you. I know you quietly started <laughs> pulling, and I was like, okay, there she goes. <laughs> Sorry, so pouring, pouring. It's fine. So we've had, like we said, we've had 19 crimes before, So, but not this varietal. It looks about the same. It's just a nice, deep red. Some people really like this wine. I personally, the one we had before was the Snoop Dogg one, and here's my favorite. That label thing still works with Snoop Dogg, like Snoop Dogg will talk to you about his crimes. Is it actually his voice? I bet. They probably, I'm sure they did. I didn't, we didn't try it with the Snoop Dogg one. Also, did you know 19 Snoop Crime Snoop Dogg, like his label, all, there's also a rose. A rose, that's what I was I about didn't to tell know you. That. I think it's newer because I'd never seen it before and I just saw it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he was showing me all the 19 Crimes. I was like, hello. But I just, <laughs> for some reason, I just picked this one. There was no real reason to it. This smells nice. It smells like a pretty solid 
this is we- this is so weird because of how many drinks we've had. I don't know why I, I picked this one specifically. Do you remember the and I don't know if it's because it's 19 crimes. Do you remember <laughs> old jail in yeah. their wine? I it smells like that. And why do I remember that smell? I don't know. It really kind of does. Some wines just stick with you. Some stories stick with you all that. So it, I think it's reminiscent of that. To me, it just smells like a really solid red wine. The taste is different. I feel like this is warmer and almost sweeter. It is. It's sweeter is the right word, but weird. So I'm serving this at room temperature. I think it maybe could have been chilled for about 10, 15 minutes before we drank it, but I didn't. I think this is fine. It's fine room temperature. It's really smooth. It doesn't have the spiciness of like a Merlot or a Malbec or anything like that. It's pretty, pretty tame for a red. This to me is like a nice table red. Eat it with some pork butter (laughs) just eat it with a eat it with a block of butter butter no what i wanted to say was cheese but i came out butter i'm not really sure why i would eat a stick of butter with this probably go down real smooth like herb butter not just regular country crotch (laughs) oh my god i hate you so much I, i still call it that I do also call it country crotch, but that was supposed to be our secret. Oh, well, just kidding. You guys start saying country crotch. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's worth it. All right. So, I don't know. No no more. No notes. No notes on the wine. Very nice. Yeah, it's a nice wine. Really don't. Um... Yeah. And I'm not, as we've learned, I'm not a huge red wine person for that matter. And just, I drink that. I am drinking that. I'm going to drink that continue to drink that yes i will i shall all right so now let's get into the story of west baden springs bond chapel cemetery which we actually tried contested yeah we contested before the started because megan was like is it a graveyard or is it a cemetery personally i didn't really think there was a difference it's listed as cemetery everywhere i found it but it it may technically be a graveyard. They may they may be wrong if that building is what we thought it was. Yeah. So there's apparently the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard is a cemetery is just kind of a body of bodies. It is a burial will. ground. And then a graveyard has a chapel. It's weird. It has a it has a church. It is a site. church with a burial ground that's adjacent to the church that shares the same grounds as the church. Which, there was a building there, there was a playground there, it, to me, looked like a church, and the fact mm-hmm. that the playground was there kind of solidified that for me, because it wasn't a park or anything. All right, what are you gonna do? Tell the kids to go play while we lower, like, anti <laughs> Bertha into the ground? Ooh, like, yikes. what are you gonna do? I don't know. So, it may be a graveyard, but it, it's, it, I think it probably is, because it's even called Bond Chapel Cemetery. There is a chapel there, so you're wrong. I'm sorry, guys, but you're wrong. (laughs) You tried, but whatever. So this is also known, that's its technical name, is the Bond Chapel Cemetery, but it's also known as the Chain Grave of West Baden Springs. Mm. Spooky. And now let's find out why. So I got most of these notes from notebookofghosts.com. And I said I was very, I know. No, I don't know I how. I haven't come across that one yet. I know, I know. I don't know how we haven't. But I'm also, I'm pleased with it. And hopefully we'll use it in the future because they took a lot of the work out for me. Because as I was reading, they're like, oh, there's another recollection of this story here from this website. And they cite it for me. I'm like, oh, thank God. I don't have Wonderful. to go anywhere else. I did go one other location to find information. But really, 
it all kind of came from this website, but they are nice enough to annotate, cite their sources. Yeah, cite their sources within their source. So, I think that's all I had to say about that. I put, I put my, I wrote, actually wrote more detailed notes this time, and now it's throwing me off. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm just happy that they did that. So, the article reads, in Bonds Chapel Cemetery in Orange County, Indiana, who knew that Indiana had an Orange County? No, no idea. <laughs> Sits a gravestone. I almost thought it said graveyard. See, headstone, gravestone, we need to know the difference between these things. This might be splitting hairs, but I don't know. Don't Right, like graveyard, church, or a... Yeah, would a gravestone burial. be in a graveyard? Whatever. It doesn't matter. In the cemetery sits a gravestone that reads Floyd E. Pruitt, 1894 to 1920. On the side of this stone is the ghostly appearance of a chain. Not... Uh huh. I I didn't cover some of this information with Megan before. We, I mean, of course, we talk before we record these episodes. It'd be silly if we didn't. Uh But I wanted to explain to Megan. You'll hear in her story that we tell that she tells you. Mm -hmm. There is a chain. It's the imprint of a chain. Okay. Uh huh. Well, we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. Many argue the chain developed over time, and the number of links continue to grow in number. The chain has been the topic of speculation for quite some time. Folklore scholar William M. Clements interviewed Terry, no last name, no designation, no nothing, just good old Terry, an expert on this tombstone in 1968. Terry explained the tombstone's unusual appearance, and this is a quote from the mysterious Terry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's, it's a direct quote, it's like a transcription, so there's some weird... I don't, I'll kind of read them as they get there. It says, well, the tombstone itself isn't unusual. I mean, it's a small tombstone, but when you get up close, you can see what appears to be a chain. A small link of chain, link, and small links of chain look maybe, see, this is, like, the transcription is so odd. And small links of chain look maybe engraved in the tombstone to form a cross. Yeah. So Megan's having these realizations. We'll get there, folks, but I'm a little annoyed by that. Sometimes there will be seven or eight. Sometimes there will be 15 or 16. And, well, nobody knows why it changes. Some people think maybe it's the weather, and some think it's the stone itself. And other people just think it's... Su- whistles? Supernatural. I don't know why. It says some people think it's P-S-Y dot dot dot, and then in parentheses, whistle, supernatural. So I started to say, like... Psych- Some people think it's psychic. Maybe that's he started so- to say psychic and was like, that's dumb. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Psy- supernatural. <laughs> like, that's exactly how I pictured it. And I'm like, that's an odd way to describe it. But that, that quote comes from Indiana Folklore, A Reader, 1980. Okay. The, and this person, again, the way they write it, this is, I mean, it seems it's like it's a live journal for ghosts. So I guess it is what it is. Because they put a chain, huh? According to S.C. Schlosser, which is, who wrote Spooky Indiana in 2012, legend says a man... Oh, my word. Sorry, I tried to write this so I could read it. I wish you could see it from over here, but just know it's like parentheses within parentheses, outside of parentheses. Oh, I'm like, yep, calm down. Yep. So let me try to make sense of it. A chain, according to S.E. Schlosser, legend says a man, and then... Aside, they didn't name names, but reference a grave with a chain in Bonds Chapel Cemetery, died by a cursed chain. 
Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I picture like uh, a snake charmer and like a, like chain a floating coming chain out of a basket. Him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's well, when I first read that, I'm like, that is not grammatically correct. That makes no sense. But they actually mean like he was killed by a cursed chain. So, and now that I know that's what it said, I think I read it with the correct inflection. I was reading it in my head and I went, like, like an, like a floating, glowing chain that's like, get over here. Like, <laughs> kind of, that's what I picture. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It says he killed his wife. One of the, one of the legends says he killed his wife with a logger chain. And then in parentheses, he was a logger. Like, we didn't know that but anyway and before her dying breath she put a curse on her husband a few days later a chain broke loose from a timber wagon whipped in the air and snapped the man's neck oh my god that is some final destination no i i I absolutely and then uh, you know one of the giant timbers comes out of the truck and then goes through the car windshield Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. this is in the 20s and that makes perfect sense so this is the only way this this is only one of the many fabricated stories, though. That's that is really intense. Like I just like, whoosh, and then he's dead. But how <gasps> terrifying! What is that movie where the piano string breaks and snaps that girl in the face? Did I not just have this conversation with you? I was like, remember it snaps her in the face, and then her face is bleeding. She puts like a cup on her face to stop the blood from going in her eye. Does, Some... Do you remember that? Yeah, it's like a fever dream. I feel I know, like I y'all. woke up in the middle of the night watching it. I know you guys are gonna. Someone's gonna message us. Tell us what that movie is. You're probably screaming at us right now. I cannot. <laughs> like, I don't am I remembering know. the cup part right? They do some. I don't know. I yeah, think like I a just... piano string. It's a really high intense intensity moment, and a pian. Yeah, a piano string snaps and just happens to snap her right Whip across her the, face, the face, like Scar style. I don't know. Is that's well, weird. Let that us you... know. We cannot think of the name of this movie. <laughs> Anyway, so that's one of the fabricated stories of this man. And then it says, for example, a more romantic version has been posted on hauntedplaces.org. A user writes, thank you for doing this, notebookofghosts.com. I appreciate it. So this, within this article, is from hauntedplaces.org. They wrote, he was killed in battle and his girlfriend stood across the road watching his burial from afar. Some say her ghost to this day still awaits his return. The chain is said to grow uh, one link longer every year, symbolizing her growing love for him. I okay. <laughs> I just and, couldn't deal with a sad ending, I guess. Right. And it is said to glow at night because, of course, we have to add something else to it. And an apparition in a black dress can be seen standing on the other side of the road. Another black dress? Mm-hmm. Which it's, usually, it's either black or white. I don't know. I hate the tropey stuff, but... That's that was another version maybe of maybe it's story. brown or navy blue, right? Maybe she just really liked a deep orange, like a burnt orange. <laughs> I don't know. So that's number two. Two drastically different stories. One very loving husband off to war dies, and she's like, "Oh, I can't bear to see the sight of him being buried." So I'm going to stand from afar for the rest of my days, and then some. Or he was abusive and mean and <laughs> killed her with a logger chain. She's like, "Same back to you," and just yeah. kills him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Clemens. I think Clemens is, I should have, like, told myself who Clemens was. Who are you? Who, who is Clemens? Oh, that's the, that is the folklore scholar that this person, that interviewed Terry, like the mysterious, we don't know who Terry oh, is, okay. Terry. And it says, Clemens interviewed a grocer who remembered Pruitt died from tuberculosis and that the mysterious chain was probably the result of a rusty chain that had come in contact with the stone in the quarry. 
So a party pooper. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, that that chain emblazoned on the side. It's just nat- like a chain sat on it and rusted over time. Yes, that is probably the freaking case, but nobody asked you, right. man. <laughs> Another you in- with your logic. I know. I was like, that's I put party pooper. This goddamn <laughs> party pooper. Like we know that that's probably why. But like, why does it grow by a link every year or right. apparently by seventeen? I don't whatever number they said before. Yeah. Another informant gave a similar explanation for the chain mark on Pruitt's death. And Pruitt's death. I was like, on Pruitt's death. That's that's really deep, but, like, not correct. So, on the chain mark and his death. Clements concluded that, quote, a legend has been created among the youth of several southern Indiana counties in order to explain a physical phenomenon as well as to provide a supernatural thrill as an escape from boredom. Mm. Yes. That's how most. That's how most folklore happens. That's how we happens. get along in the Midwest. <laughs> well, and that's just how stories happen. Like word of mouth. This started back in. It may not have started all the way back in the twenties, but like let people tell their stories. God dang. So Pruitt most definitely died of usual circumstances and was unfortunately given an unusual gravestone. So how did the story start? I don't know. It is interesting to see the various explanations for the chain from the believable to the wild, but let us remember to see past the legend and acknowledge he is a person. And I yeah. guess that's true. So he b- died back in 1920. So he was alive when like our great grandmother was alive. This is one of those where it's it's almost tangible. Like he was a person and people can sort of sensationalize this death and make it a supernatural thing. But they put an up... The reason why they said that is there's an update on here that said people kind of mess with the stone. Like, oh, here it says, please respect the fact that one, these stories are a fabrication, and two, he is a person with a family. Find your thrills elsewhere. Because the gravestone has been vandalized as often as we often see with the legends attached to burial sites. So, That annoys the crap out of me. We have never ever vandalized anything as long as we've over a decade we've been going to haunted places uh-huh. and it never once crossed my mind like you know it'd be fun pushing this over yeah it's i think they said that it's been pushed over van- vandalized in different ways but they're just like remember that this regardless of if it was supernatural or just a chain that rusted and sat on the gravestone don't vandalize it god dang that is somebody's family member right. and i'll tell you now there are a ton of Pruitts, a ton of Pruitts out in that gravesite, mm-hmm. or out in that graveyard, and so I'm sure their family still goes out there. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a poophole. Right. And they also said in their research, there is a similar story about a Carl Pruitt in Kentucky. It's the same last name spelled a little differently, but what are the odds? Yeah, right. And then one last update they had is some versions of the legends even say the chain is on the wife's tombstone. Which, you know, fun, like, funnily enough, I don't know if that's a word or not. In all of this, I didn't find the wife's name. Okay. Like, in your research? No. No. There were, like I said, there were a ton of Pruitts out there, but if he had a wife, it makes me wonder. It does make me wonder. Because there's, he's the only one on that tombstone. It's not, there are not two names there. There's not a wife on there. And there is a Pruitt really close to it, but it's Ray Pruitt, who is also in the military. So, where did she go? Like, were they only Unless together it was for, like... A, a girlfriend or a fiancé, and maybe she moved on, and... Maybe. Uh, or, like, maybe they weren't married very long, and she moved on well after him and was buried with, like, her next husband, or was, like, much closer to her family that lived in Wisconsin, so she got married there. Who knows? 
But I just, I realized there is no wife, so maybe it's a bad origin story. Ooh. Who knows? The only other place I got my information from was actually a, a very old YouTube video. Oh, I think it was Indiana Angel Ghost. Fire. <laughs> close, like Indiana Ghost, IndianaHauntedHouses.com. I think we've done that before. Mm-hmm. And they had a YouTube video attached to it from 2011. And I'll tell you now, it looks 1,000% like it's from 2011. But you know what's awful? That was 10 years ago. I don't want to talk about it, all right? At first, I was like, oh, I thought you were going to give me like 2004 or something and 2011. No, a decade ago. A decade ago. And a decade ago, we weren't even in high school. Yeah, we were. Or no, we were. You mean out of high school. Oh. Uh huh. We weren't in high school a decade ago. Correct. Guys, we're not even that old. <laughs> so these notes, sorry to ruin the mood. Anyway, these notes come from that, that video. And I, I just took directly from it. It was very, you know, cinematic. And they put music behind it. It was little section by little section. So I had to watch and pause and watch and pause and write it down. But this is what this video has to say. Rumor has it that the image appeared... At, uh, weeks after the initial funeral. So now this is another variation. Like, this is not the same story as what we've heard. Mm-hmm. And that it had reappeared every time the stone was replaced. So they're under the assumption that the stone has been vandalized enough that it's been replaced. And that could explain why it was in really good shape. It looks brand new. For being 100 years old, it does not look 100 years old. There are several rumors on how the chain came to be. One talks of a couple whose love was forbidden. He ended up going to war and was killed. Since their families disliked one another, she was only allowed to watch the funeral from a distance across the road. The chain is the, in this example is supposed to represent their love for one another. So, kind of variation. A combination. Close, but almost makes a little more sense because a grief-stricken wife, as grief-stricken as you may be, everybody grieves in different ways. But why would you be like, I'm not going to stand next to my husband the last time I can be near him? I mean, everybody's different, but I think that, and especially back in 1920, depending on the relationship, makes a little more sense. Yeah. So she had to, you know, what's grieve from afar. Mm -hmm. The other rumor suggests that a slave owner had beaten his slave with a chain. The slave's wife, with help of a shaman, put a curse on the slave owner. The curse was that he would forever beat the reminder of his, wait, what? Did I write this right? I The slave's wife, with the help of a shaman, put a curse on the slave owner. The curse was that he would forever be reminded of his murder, for of this murder for all time. That's a weird way that that was written. Hmm. But I feel like that's, if I had access to something like that, if I were the wife, I feel like if I was going to put a curse on him, it's not going to be like, now you don't forget what you did right. like i'd be like snap his neck with a chain that's what i would do mm. so it seems kind of silly that that's the curse i mean are any of these really believable who knows that's up to you but this one in particular like this dude we're under the assumption pruitt was a slave owner beat a slave to death the wife of that slave found a shaman and was like you punish him and then they're like you'll never forget and that's <laughs> and that's the punishment oh Okay. <laughs> I just feel like you could have done better. You really yeah. could have. Like, in his afterlife, he'll sure be mad at that dirty gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> and the... Sorry. I just think that one's dumb, personally. And the last legend states that a man beat his wife with a chain, and the chain is to represent to everyone what he had done. 
So just a reminder that, like, yeah, this dude beats people with chains. Look He's out. He's a wife beater. Look out. Yeah. And that is pretty much... There were other... I think some other things out there kind of just rehashing the same old stuff. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, again, no, no name of the wife, which is a little annoying because she's kind of the... In every variation is almost the central... I have a theory. Do you have a theory? So I like the forbidden love thing. Yeah, I do. I do like I that one also. Don't think it was a wife or a girlfriend. You I think, think it was. It was a, I think it was a military buddy. <laughs> I think, think it, it was, was Ray, who was like awkwardly close to Floyd's. Remember, I listen, guys. I, there's video footage, video proof. <laughs> I apologize profusely. It is so close that me stepping forward to look at Floyd's gravestone i stepped on rays which is flat on the ground like it's almost covered in grass and i was like oh my god ray i'm so sorry i like patted the grave through i was like don't follow me don't come after me i'm very sorry Hmm. interesting and it's not just because it's pride month (laughs) (laughs) i truly and honestly because they're like oh it's a forbidden love they had to stand stand across street what could be so forbidden i get i don't know because interracial I did that cross my mind and it could be interracial and then I really couldn't think of anything else unless mm. it wasn't a girlfriend which it may not be Ray because like I said the, for them to have the same, the same last name is pretty unless he just well, was that committed and was like I need a name change stat or there were just two names that completely dominated that graves graveyard slash cemetery which was Pruitt and Allen there were a ton of Allens everywhere so what if that's just like we'll have to look at the age of Ray Right, like the West Baden Springs area, what if that's just kind of like the dominating, that's just the name there that most people happen to have, so it would make sense that there's two Pruitts, so they have the same last name, I don't know. I like my theory better. This is where folklore comes from. Exactly. Somewhere down the line, they're going to say he met a guy in the military, they fell in love, and he couldn't attend his funeral. And that's why he couldn't be buried at the same site with him. Like, that's why he Ray may not is the be there only at all. one on there. Yeah. Or he may not be buried there at all because he couldn't be. I, will I s- like it. <laughs> Let, let's take it. Let's take it. <laughs> I will say, personally, I, you're going to get into... I'm done with my segment here, so Megan's going to get into our experience that we had. But I feel like the vibe that I got there was not... This is so stupid, and I hate to put... I hate to phrase it this way. Just know that binary is dumb. But, like, I didn't have any kind of masculine vibe out there. It felt more like a feminine presence, personally. I also... I can agree with that. And I don't know why. There was at no point... Because, actually, there were multiple times where we're like, I don't really feel a whole... Like, this feels pretty clean. This house is clear kind of thing. This isn't a... Okay. (laughs) <laughs> We're getting into dangerous territory. Okay, when we visited Hatchet Man Cemetery, another cemetery, we were told that it was a crazy dude who killed his family and all this mess. And we got out there, it was the most uncomfortable feeling. I'm like, oh my God, some crazy guy is going to come out it, of the woods and kill And that's kill the us. thing, the emphasis on crazy guy. Yes. It was this heavy, like, a man is going to come out of the woods after us kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. This cemetery, and I'm not, I, we still have to get in the background, don't assume anything but stepping out of not the background but the experience stepping out of the car i felt nothing threatening at all we walked that cemetery we even split up we did scooby-doo style yeah i said are we gonna split up and divide and conquer and we're like yep and all of us all four of us part ways let's split up gang we did and i didn't feel i played with a frog i found a frog (laughs) and played with it (laughs) 
I wasn't afraid at any point. Like I didn't have that debilitating fear the same way I've had at some of the places we've been where even getting out of the car was a chore. To be fair, this was also much more open and lit up. Like there was actually light in the general area. It did have like a, a if spotlight. If it was pitch black the out church. there, I probably would have been a little more. Eh. I guess, yeah. I still like my theory. Let's stick with that. No, that's fine. I mean, I told you there multiple times that I was like, this feels really calm. Like it feels very clean here. Mm hmm. Except for all the bugs. Oh, man. Man, I said a bug like tickled my brain stem. It was oh terrible. Flew right in my ear. Ugh. So I think now if you're done. If you're done. Okay, wow. You can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shut up. Go on. We can get into our experience at the. You're going to have to say it because I, I said it wrong like six Bonds times. Chapel Cem- West Baden Springs Bond Chapel Cemetery. Wow. That's I the just one. did that. <laughs> I wow. did that. That's the one. Bonds. Bonds? I don't. Just go on. So from where we're at, it was a bit of a drive. I think we could have made it shorter, but we made a pit stop. We did have some dinner. <laughs> <We're> hungry. <laughs> so it, uh, it's about hour and a half to two hours. Closer to two hours. From where, from Terre Haute, from the Terre Haute area, if you will. Yes. We make this drive, get there a little bit later than I think what we had anticipated. Uh, but when are we ever on time? You know? <laughs> listen, you got to eat. We we stopped. We enjoyed our food. Yes, we did. Oh, we did. Oh my god, Italian <laughs> food is so good. We should shout out who is who was it? It's Joe's Italian. Joe's place Italian in something Sullivan, Indiana. Yes, in Sullivan, Indiana. Get the Rosa sauce. You will not be disappointed. So good. Mm. <laughs> it's wonderful. All right, we'll tag them. We'll tag them. And our waitress care. was like, she was really young, first of all, but she was really nice. <laughs> and was she's just like, over I'm only it. 17. Do you want blah, blah, blah? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she told us this horror story about a guy who oh ordered food. It was wrong, but he didn't say anything until the like end of dinner. She does walk by, like, is everything tasting all right? Does anybody need anything from me? Does everything look good? Yeah, came back for refills and he wasn't touching his food. And she's like, well, maybe he's just full. Like, maybe he's just going to. On that bread. Yeah. So, because he even asked for a to-go box for it. And she's like, okay, that's fine. Gives him to the the to-go box. And I I commandeered your story. So go ahead and finish. He gets a to-go box. He puts his food in it. I don't know if it's like a pizza or something. I don't know. But he puts it in the box and then takes it up to the 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 cash register and gives it back to them. And he's like... Uh, maybe next time I won't order something so complicated. Or... Well, because he said it wasn't what he ordered, and they're like, "You could have said like we asked something. you several times." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, maybe next time I'll order more clearly," and mm-hmm. just left the food with them. Yeah, boxed up to give it back to them. How freaking that is petty. next level childish. That is was a grown man. That makes me so. And this girl is seventeen. She's literally like, "I'm seventeen years old. I didn't know what to do." Right. If you're that type of person, don't mm-hmm. do not like. I that is a privileged. We're gonna assume white piece of trash <laughs> yeah. that has never had to work food service before. I can't do. De- everybody, everyone should have to work in fast food or food service, preferably both at least once and retail at least once. I worked at Subway and I had a grown woman. I was 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. They had a sandwich, the had a sandwich balled up and literally thrown at my face. Like hit me right in the face mm-hmm. because 
I didn't put bacon on her sandwich. And I said, I can add bacon to it. And I even said, I offered to remake the sandwich completely. Nothing else was wrong with it. Yeah. Just missing bacon. I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can remake that. And she balled up and threw it in my face and said, make me another. I said, how about no? And I got my manager and my manager kicked her out. I said, how are you going <laughs> to, now you have no sandwich. So bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> People, I can't even, luckily or not, I there's so many bad stories rolling through my head because I've worked at Arby's. I've worked at three different pizza places. <laughs> I currently work at Moggers as we I've learned I've done my fair share of food service I have dealt with my fair share of the crappiest people you were ever meet in your life the most entitled people who have no idea what they're talking about not even mm-hmm. a little bit I can't I can't go down this road I can't I say, go down this road right now we've, oh my god we blacked out for a minute <laughs> just so know sorry. tip your servers tip your drivers and your waitresses all of it tip all those people don't be a piece of trash mm-hmm I, I saw a story. So my last little tidbit is like I saw a story that was going around one time that people were actually sharing it. And they're like, that's a great idea. I'm going to start doing that. Where this guy's oh, like, God, I, I sit feeling. five yep. $1 bills. Yeah. Sit five $1 bills on the edge of the table and don't say anything. I do it at the beginning of the as we sit down and start ordering. And if they mess something up, I take a dollar bill away. And at they'll the end notice. Of, and, and they'll notice. And then they'll start to serve me better and act better. And by the end of the night, whatever's left on the table of the $5 is what they get. And everyone's like, I'm going to start doing that. And he's like, yeah, you take, you start taking away the money from them and they start acting right. I was like, oh, oh my blood is boiling. <laughs> we got to stop. We have to Just stop. know if you were that person, I do hate you. Just know if you've ever been that person at a restaurant we talk about you the second you leave and you are the butt of every joke for the next month. If Please know that. That is full full, full transparency, honesty. If you've ever treated any food service worker or retail worker like crap, we all make fun of you for the next at least month. Really? Because I'm still talking about sandwich lady and <laughs> I am pushing 30 here. No, I'm dead serious. I've been a manager of places too. Is this a little unprofessional? I don't care. I don't care if it is or not. But just know that everyone hates you and we do in fact talk about you the second you are out of your shot okay that's all i needed to say if about i were that, that server i would have just straight up told him to keep five dollars like it's really not worth it mm-hmm. like you would i you would have lost my good service at that point i'm mean, like you know what, just keep it i don't really need five dollars on your fifty dollar ticket i don't need it man anyway okay so we, can't we go stopped do- <laughs> at joe's and sullivan thank you for coming to our ted talk Phew. and tip your waiters and waitresses and servers and drivers the our end. waitress was wonderful uh-huh. she really was so we stopped there and then we drove to this church i i's gone again the springs the spring church west maiden springs bonds chapel cemetery <laughs> oh man we go to this Just point to me every time you need it announced we go to the graveyard we drive out there. We pull up, and it is very open, kind of in the way that the Cloverdale Cemetery was, but not quite oh, the same. Yeah. Cloverdale was much larger. Oh, it a it lot spanned larger. almost like a big L shape, kind of, sort of. It had this little tail thing, almost like a panhandle. <laughs> Go towards the pan. <laughs> That is a a small town murder shout out. Go towards the pan. Yeah, if you haven't listened to Small Town Murder, if you like true crime podcasts, give them a listen. Nothing is good on the handle of a pan. Pan handle. Go towards the pan. Cloverdale's like a pan. (laughs) (laughs) This cemetery is just like a big rectangle. Really, there's not much to it. And then it's got the church off to the the side. And then behind the church, back in the very creepy, dark, unlit woods. As always. Is a playground. I can't, oh, God. We were walking back there and John and I, it was 
myself, John, Kelsey, and Maddie on this trip. Uh-huh. And John is my husband. I've mentioned him a couple times. Keep up. So, And me and Maddie are never separated because we're gay. <laughs> so, know that. <laughs> so jot that down. Yeah. Kelsey and Maddie end up going off to one side uh, away from the church. That's when we divide and conquered. Yeah, we did the Scooby-Doo thing. And John and I went the other way towards the church and did a little snooping around. We're looking for Floyd's headstone at this point. And each side had, like, I had a camera, you had a camera, Maddie had a voice recorder, John John had had a voice voice recorder. recorder. We tried to split it evenly. The only thing that you guys had that we didn't was an EMF reader. Yes. We didn't take the other EMF with us. Yeah. Well, mostly because it's not a lit one, the way that this one goes from green to red. It's just, you have just the... The screen that you can't read unless there's a light on it. It's just a little too it, much to deal with. Yeah. So John and I head towards the church and I'm in my head. I'm thinking to myself, is that a pirate ship? <laughs> <laughs> and and um, sure enough, it is a pirate ship and a swing set and it's all just kids stuff. I'm sure they called it an ark because it's a church, oh, but go on. W- pirate ship. A pirate <laughs> ship. Y'all going to learn today. <laughs> It's back behind the church. I was like, that's not creepy at all. (laughs) Because the church itself has that big spotlight right at the road and it lights up darn near the whole graveyard. Except. But because it's in front of the church and the playground is behind the church, does not hit the playground. So we did not venture back there. Mostly because almost immediately upon exiting the vehicle, we're hearing snap, crackle, and pop coming from the woods. (laughs) Right next to the playground. Uh, I mean, it was probably... It was small animals, animals and stuff, but it's I don't still, even there know were some loud deer. cracks, and I was like, man, if this is like a coyote, I can't. Well, yeah, it could be a stealthy animal. So we said, mm, let's just not venture into the complete darkness. Let's do that. <laughs> so we're scouring this graveyard for Floyd's headstone because it didn't give an exact coordinate, uh, like a coordinate or... I mean, I guess it was in rows, but it's whatever. It's open enough and small enough that we're like, let's just start going row by row until we find this thing. Right. We had a vague picture, a name, and a date. That's what we had. Mm -hmm. We eventually come across, we see the Pruitt name, and we're like, yay, Pruitts. And then we look and we're like, oh, there's like 50 Pruitts. I know. I filmed (laughs) when I was like, yay. And I was like, dang, that's like, it was like Carl Pruitt. And I was like, next one. Oh, that's Pruitt. That's Ray Pruitt. Oh, that's Evelyn Pruitt. There's just so many. And I hate it because looking back at my video footage, I was so close. I was pretty much right on top of it. And I said, oh, let's just go this way. Like I gave up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like it didn't even register. Because well, the thing about the camera, it's very nice having that night vision camera. But when you stare at that LED, you either stare at the LED screen or you stare out in front of you. And honestly, 80% of the time, I use the screen because the backlight of the screen hitting your peripherals makes it darn near impossible to see. So, Mm -hmm. like, if you've ever seen Ghost Adventures, when they're like, this is all we see is this little screen, they're not lying. And they flip the light off and like, this is what we're actually seeing. That is true. Because your eyes get so adjusted to the little screen in front of you, when you look up, it's pitch black. Like, not out there in particular, but just that screen really helps slash hinders you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I end up, I got really close and then end up kind of wandering away. Well, and Kelsey and Maddie kind of make their way closer to us. And Maddie's got the voice recorder at this point. And one of the, I don't know if it's supernatural or just dumb luck or whatever. But at one point, they, she doesn't say a whole lot in the beginning when we're, we're searching for gravestones. But she eventually just says, can you show me where the headstone is? <laughs> yeah. 
Like, someone show me where this headstone is. And she turns around and goes, oh. And you, like, she barely makes a sound. You'd miss it if you didn't know. Yeah. And then she's like, I found it. Yeah. So after all this looking and not finding it and then just saying, can please just show me the headstone. It goes, it's right here. And she turned right. around and there it's it was. It's kind of reminiscent of that park that we were at that I'm really drawing a blank on. Where What did it say? It's like pagan. Oh. Where Where am I? Um <laughs> Shoot, that was the Kitley King Cemetery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the park that I cannot remember the actual name of the park. Rustic nope. something. It wasn't Rustic. I well, don't not know. Rustic. Who knows? Who knows? We're close. Ruster? I don't know. Oh, I give up. That sounds familiar. Go on, though. <laughs> it's almost, it'll just, one of us will yell it out. I, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Paul Ruster? Uh, I, okay, well, anyway. John? Jo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, Show me this. Show me the headstone, and turns around and says, "Thank you." <laughs> there, there's the headstone. So I don't know if that's supernatural or again dumb luck. Dumb but, luck. but it was. I mean, we were there for probably 15, 20 minutes at this point, looking and with no success. Yeah. So we find the headstone, and Kelsey and Maddie are like, "Get over here!" So we get over there, and we're looking at it, and one of the very first things we notice with which. The little knowledge that I had about the history of the headstone, I couldn't help but notice there is no chain. And I said, Hello. where's the chain? Because we're looking at a chain link fence, uh, just a, a like an actual link of chains. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There's nothing on this headstone. And from the little information I had, I thought we were looking for a physical chain honestly that's what i thought we were looking for too that's why i was confused well we all headed to the edge of the cemetery because we figured maybe it was near like a fence or something it is like dead center it's in the middle of everything it's not close to an edge at all <laughs> so we're looking at the headstone and now that you bring up what the chain actually is mm -hmm. we were you couldn't see it in the camera, really, it's very hard to see in the camera. But with the naked eye, uh, Kelsey said at first, she goes, it looks like there's a cross on the side of this. I said, oh, okay, that's nice. And she goes, no, like, it's not supposed, supposed to, to be there. there. Like, yeah, it looks I was like, like a shadow of a cross. Right, I was like, spoilers, there's no chain. But there is this weird cross that's kind of, like, engraved. Not engraved. I don't even know how I said like it. Like a I shadow. Like that. I was like, it's not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't etched into it. And I looked, and I could see it with the naked eye. I was like, yeah. I, it's enough that you could tell it was there, but it wasn't dark and prominent. And when I tried to pick it up with the camera, maybe the faintest hint of a cross you could see on it. But there's clearly a cross with the naked eye. Clearly a cross, but... Not clearly chain links. It didn't look like chain links. Because now that you know, and mm -hmm. now that we've gotten to this point in the story, it did not look like links at all. It looked like two, like, flat Solid lines. lines to me. And I don't know if we just needed to get, like, real close and inspect it, but it wasn't obviously chain links. So I'm not... I don't... I don't know. How people can kill... That's kind of makes the whole comment they made of like sometimes it's seven or eight sometimes it's 15 or 16 a little more believable you know because it's like I you would, can't even freaking tell yeah because you have to whip out your magnifying glass like harriet the spy style oh my like, god and look at it and count them why that of all the things i don't that's the first thing that popped i i didn't even watch the show i was you gonna guys. say i, I had didn't no either. idea why i said that <laughs> But I feel like you would have to get out some type of magnifying object to count those. And yeah, you probably lost count because with the naked eye, it does not look like chain links at all. It just looks like a creepy cross. And we're like, ooh, spooky. So we hung out around Floyd's 
headstone for a while asking questions like floyd you beat your wife (laughs) did you have slaves do you love your girlfriend like we're trying to invoke some type of response to no avail it was uh not successful (laughs) no emfs no camera footage no recordings no and we said well you know what we didn't drive all this way for nothing for good italian food (laughs) yeah it is a cemetery someone here wants to talk to us somebody Mm -hmm. so we split up again and we're like let's let's see what we can get you know floyd's not given us anything that we noticed at the time and unfortunately going back later and reviewing the evidence there was nothing that even we didn't pick up at his headstone right so we split up and kelsey and maddie now they take their turn to go look at the we tell them we're like there's playground back there and then you were like a what we said yes a (laughs) playground so you guys go and check out the playground and john and i kind of wander back towards the way that you had come and I stood back at one point and turned my camera towards you guys, which faces the church. Mm-hmm. And this is inconclusive. I'll be honest. I don't know if we'll share it or not. But there was a part where my camera, when I was swinging towards you guys to look at you, mm-hmm. you could see some of the taller headstones. Yeah. Um, and it almost looked like a figure like sticking out mm-hmm. from the side of it. And then when my camera stopped it, like hid back behind it jumped back behind the headstone and that happened like two or three times but i don't know if the camera quality if i was so far away and that it was just picking up maybe shadows or something like right i mean at first glance i said no and i watched it a couple times and we even put it on the big screen and watched it and you can see it i mean you can clearly see some type of figure next to the headstone and then when i stop moving it's gone but i don't know if that's like the, camera, the camera, like the picture trying to catch up with itself or... Or some type of shadow. I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm using night vision. We were picking up shadows that you weren't seeing with a naked eye. Like I could see my body shadow on the ground, but to just look at the ground, I'm not actually seeing that. Mm-hmm. It's just because of that night vision. So that was a little bit of a bummer. I thought I had something really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I think after watching it a couple of times, we all kind of agreed that it just, it's too hard to tell and it really it really probably is just the the camera catching up with me moving i guess because the other thing that i kept doing i mentioned the freaking bugs i Ugh. shouldn't have been the one with the camera because i'm constantly <laughs> going, <laughs> like, <laughs> and i was swinging the camera to get these bugs out of my face and there's at one point you can hear the bug because one got stuck in my hair I and i start like up. Like, oh. on my head. I was like, get out, get out. And um, it's this little gnat like, like stuck in your hair. It won't go away. <laughs> yeah, you walked up looking at a hot mess and you're like, don't look at my hair is the first thing you said. <laughs> I was so angry because I'm like, I just started smacking my head in hopes to kill it because it was obviously stuck somewhere. And this is <clears> why you should have short hair. So the camera quality wasn't great because I'm just <laughs> swinging wildly at these bugs. <laughs> I mean, it's June. It, I think, rained a couple days ago. It kind of felt like yeah, it because there was puddles on the ground. Shoes. Yeah. And it was just overall the elements were against us at yeah. this point. It was so hot and muggy and bugs. So many bugs. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I'm just calm down. Really think about those bugs. <laughs> um. <laughs> Later, in the recording, we did pick up 
a couple of things on the voice recorder, I believe, that we tried very hard to decipher. Yes. Um, one of them, I believe, all of them, I think, came from Maddie's yeah. recorder. At one point, oh, I guess, well, I shouldn't say Maddie's recorder. This was, she listened to John's voice recording and I listened to hers. So, yeah, maybe when I say hear Maddie, with fresh ears. This is John's, the one that John was holding. There's a point where John asks, do you want us to leave now? And right after he says that, you hear this almost like a faint, yeah. Yeah, like it was like, yeah. It's very, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want us to leave? Yeah. It, yeah I mean, why? it was that quick. It was almost enough that it, it was a little, uh, I don't know, I guess unnatural for it to be like a, a breath or something of his. Mm-hmm. So again, it's we've had this so many times where I don't know, maybe we're not familiar with our own breathing habits, but <laughs> we do breathe pretty heavy sometimes. We have that one. There were a couple other things that she picked up that I think we ended up up to that point dismissing. It was probably one of us standing a little bit away and we might have been picking up the voice some because John's been with, I mean, he's been ghost hunting with us since the beginning, but he hasn't gone in a long time. And especially with voice recorders, we've never used with him. Mm-mm. So I don't, he wasn't, we didn't explain to him, like, if you're starting to walk up on someone or you hear something, make sure to say, that was my foot. Or because with the wet grass, my shoe squeaked at some point, And I was like, that's my foot. So it sounds dumb, but you do have to narrate your entire experience. So when we go yeah. back later, he could have said, I'm walking towards Maddie and Kelsey. And then when we hear, like, it makes sense. Yeah. So again, there were some things that we just eventually had to dismiss because we assume that's what was happening but because john didn't say he was walking up towards somebody or Mm -hmm. walking away then we just couldn't use it unfortunately right there is another point and i can't remember what was happening it was very close to the end it might have been when we were well i guess john and i hadn't walked up to you guys yet you were standing looking at the playground and there's a point in the recording where it almost sounds like someone says hello. Yeah, yeah. He he asked something. I wish I could remember what it was he asked, but it was kind oh, I think of it was, pointed. Can you tell us your name? Oh, that was the one I think we couldn't decide if it was saying hello or no. Because we said, yeah. can you tell us your name? How old are you? And it goes, oh. Yeah, we hear the, <laughs> the O is pretty clear, but they all thought it said hello. I'm the only one I think that said no, but... Who knows? And one of the last things we picked up on the EVP was, and we've ran into this before, I want to say in the very last episode, maybe, or I hope I'm just not like muddling things together, is very close to the end, there's like a humming sound. Somebody humming. And I guess we are all, the three of us, anyway, me, Kelsey, and Maddie, (laughs) we kind of, we're awkward no matter who we're around. We're just... Mm. <laughs> but, but this... that's not the time or the place to do that yeah i mean listening to i again i listened to all of maddie's re- voice recorder and really she didn't do in the 30 40 plus minutes that i listened to she didn't do that at any point Mm-mm. so especially since it was caught on john's voice recorder and not maddie's i know it wasn't john and i 
because we have the point of having so many devices is that we can help to debunk other noises we pick up. So if we heard humming and then you look at the camera and you see, I don't, I mean, this didn't happen, but if you see Maddie kind of shifting, going, mm, looking at her stuff, it'd be like, okay, she's probably humming while she's flipping through her stuff. Yeah. Something to back up that sound. But I'm standing next to John with the camera. I don't pick it up. We aren't close enough to you guys at this point. I don't think maybe we're getting ready to walk up on you mm-hmm. that we can't pick you up. You're several yards away. And then John has a deeper voice. Couldn't have been him. Right. You just hear this. Like, I can't uh, even mimic it. Humming. It's a humming sound. So we have very musically inclined spirits that like to hang out with us, I guess, because this has happened before. Which makes sense. We all do that. We're all music people. Beyond that, after reviewing both cameras, both EVPs, and what we were afraid of, because, I mean, you want to trust your gut when you go places. That's It's silly, but it's true. The second we got there and walked out of the car, I didn't feel threatened. I didn't feel anything Mm -mm. um, scary or malicious. Nothing told me to, like, stay in the car like some places I've been and I think our evidence kind of backed that up right there were a couple things I will say that unfortunately didn't get documented on camera on the voice recorder on anything that happened with me and I it's so I'm the only one that heard it and had this I don't want to say issue but it's we talk about how not everything can be documented sometimes the feeling that you get out of place is evidence enough Mm -hmm. sometimes you hear things that can't get picked up or won't get picked up and that's sort of what happened to me on two different occasions there was one i whipped around really quickly they saw me look at them yeah megan and john they were standing way away from me and they saw me like whip around really quickly for some reason at the time they didn't know i thought that john had sneezed really loudly because unfortunately that is not uncommon he has sneezing fits (laughs) (laughs) but it was like it almost wasn't like a, I called it a sneeze, but that wasn't quite right. It was like this weird expulsion of air. So later I asked, I was like, did you guys sneeze? And they said, no. I was like, did you sneeze at any point in time tonight? And they said, no. And Megan was with John the whole time. She confirmed he didn't sneeze. And he's not a one-time sneezer. You're no. four or five in a row. That's true. It almost sounded like someone got gut punched or something. It was weird. But Maddie didn't hear it and she was standing right next to me. So that was a little frustrating. And then... The other thing that I heard that unfortunately nobody else heard, and you heard me in the camera say, please pick that up, camera, I hope you got that, was when I definitely turned around, because I promise, we could tell that the night was wrapping up, and I hear like crunch, crunch, crunch in the wet-ish grass, I was like, Megan and John are walking up probably to tell us that they're ready to get out of here, so I turn around to say something to them, they're... 100 yards away they're standing by the car like 100 yards away from us and i promise you like the grass wasn't loud or dead or anything but it has a very distinct sound yeah it has a distinct sound and i heard them maybe five feet away from us walking up on us so i turned around i even said hey turned around and you were not even anywhere near us but again the frustrating part is maddie said she didn't hear it yeah and so like maybe it's just me she also our life is a constant battle of what? What did you... S- <laughs> I can't hear you. What? So, like, who knows if... Who knows what happened? But I'm just... It's frustrating because I really, especially the you guys walking up on us, 
I was 100% certain you were there, enough that I started talking and you weren't there. Mm-hmm. I remember that, watching the footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the only other thing is Maddie, while we were looking at the playground, there's a bunch of trees over there, right? I don't know if she, you heard her tell you. There was a, everything is still, it wasn't a super windy night, but there was just one branch with like a few leaves that were like wildly flapping at the playground and nothing else on the tree was moving. You did mention that. And actually we, nothing, none of this got picked up. This is so frustrating. There, some of the headstones had flags on them, just little American flags poked into the ground. Oh yeah. And some of them were totally fine. It was not a windy night. Mm-hmm. But there were some, when you looked at, were whipping around. Yeah. And, and sometimes kind of slowly, which I will say, kind of explain. There was a point where one of the flags out in the distance was whipping kind of rhythmically. Yes. I spun around. I was like, oh, my God. I thought someone was walking up to us. Again, all of this is caught on camera. We might not share all of it, but I'm just saying there was documentation of this. I flipped around and said, I really thought somebody was walking up from the street. There's documentation of our reaction, but I don't think you can see what we're no, talking no, no. about. But you can hear us in the moment. So I flipped around. I was like, man, I really thought someone was walking up towards us. And Megan's like, yeah, I thought I saw that earlier. It's just the flags, mm-hmm. which sort of debunks the whole theory. One of the theories of like, you see the black figure across the street. Like that's the wife standing afar from the gravestone. It's probably the flags. Because I really, really for a second thought it was somebody. Mm-hmm. There was one last thing. Totally just slipped my mind. Uh-huh. Just remembered it. And I caught it on my camera and oh, i actually yeah. took some footage of this to show the difference but because of the elements it's so hard to determine if this is legitimate or not there were so many bugs out there so many bugs if you watch the entire video you will see all these little white specks come off camera or onto the camera and off camera and just mm-hmm. in and out in and out the whole time and you'll see big clumps of them or you'll see one or two big ones fly by and you'll see lightning bugs which a couple times we're like oh what's that oh there it goes again yeah it's a lightning <laughs> bug this in particular i was I think I was just staring out into the open space. I don't, it wasn't anything in particular, but there is something that manifests right in the middle of the screen, this little white orb, if you will, Mm -hmm. and shoots down maybe a couple of inches. I mean, when you're looking out on the screen, it might move an inch if you're actually measuring on screen, but in real time, it was probably a couple inches and then it disappears again into nothingness. It manifested and disappeared from nothing. Mm -hmm. And then my first thought, because I'd been watching these, this is several minutes in, 10, 20 plus minutes in, and I've been watching all these bugs fly across the screen, but then... It was a painful reminder. Yeah, this one in particular stood out to me, so I took note of that. I took a mental note, like, why did that one stick out? And almost an answer to my question that I didn't say, uh, you actually see a bug come onto the screen, off the side, and then fly up to the top of the screen and fly out of... Almost in the same exact area the other one did pretty close it's kind of it's a little bit off i would say the one was in the middle of the screen the other one was like above it but what i'm saying is they were like the same distance away they they should oh, have looked as far the as same size. if they were both bugs yes and i took pictures of this on my phone we actually put it on the big screen so i could get more detailed pictures i took picture and video of this to show you what it looked like when what we believe to be an orb flies across the screen versus a bug. When a bug flies, they're moving so fast, it's almost impossible to catch it 
looking like a bug. It's going to look like this weird little bamboo stick or a yeah. rod. Yeah. It, a lot of people. You can kind of, yeah, if you slow it down like frame by frame, you can see kind of like flapping in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bamboo stick is probably the best description. In the supernatural community, they would call that a rod. Yeah. This orb, when we paused it, we tried so, first of all, it <laughs> moved so fast compared to the bugs. And on top of that, no matter how many times we tried to pause it, it may have split itself a little bit. But that's also because the camera quality is not the best. Yeah, we don't have super duper high tech cameras, but they do the job and we are very thankful for them. Yes. But you know, even when we got it perfect, like in mid flight, in the whole split second it showed up on screen, it looks nothing like that bug. It is very vastly different from the bug. Yeah. So... Fortunately or not, everything can't be haunted, I guess, or haunted in the way that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. That was our experience at uh, West Baden Springs Bonds Chapel Cemetery. That place. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. It. I mean, and I guess we can't jump the gun and say it's not haunted because we're about to read it. That's, that's why I changed my worry and said haunted in, in, in the, the way, way that, that you, you want, want it, it to be. be. So fair. Which now we will tell you how we believe that it is haunted with our rating. Mm-hmm. So, the first rating is why do I feel so out of practice suddenly? I feel like we were moved, we had some steam <laughs> going, and now I'm like, uh, the historical accuracy. accuracy. Okay, <laughs> I feel like I don't have to put much thought into I, that. Well, you did the history. Now I gotta think. Like, what did you talk about? Lots okay. of different variations on what this husband slash boyfriend slash military man right, did or right, did right, right. not do. Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Three, two, one, one. one. It's bad. It <laughs> it's is really bad. Like, obviously, this dude exists. He's, He's there. there. And there is a weird shadowy cross on the side. But does it look like a chain in the slightest? No. no not to the naked we, eye. We went with the intention of finding this grave and a chain. And I saw it. And I went, oh, there's no chain. But there is this weird cross. Anyway, let's go check out the rest of the cemetery. And yeah. we literally left it at that. Mm-hmm. So in it, I mean, all those stories... The only thing that stands up is that he was in the military because that's on his gravestone. Mm-hmm. It said like Company C Division. I mean, blah, it's blah, all blah. on yeah. there. Whatever. Other than that, we know nothing about this dude. No. I mean, actually, they did say they interviewed that one grocer that said they remembered Pruitt and he died of tuberculosis. If you have a living individual, but I've also found. People are not reliable sources. They're not. They're, no, your memory does not serve you well sometimes. Over time, like... We're talking about something. This guy died in 1920. So how old is this person? Uh, you said they were interviewed in the 1980s. I think so. Still, if they were old is, enough yeah. to recall this person, like, they can... Or are they just thinking of stories that their family told? They they weren't necessarily conscious. My grandpappy yeah, said. It could <laughs> yeah. be this, you know... Just a passed down story. Who knows? Who knows? Right. But it's just, yeah, it's like a bad game of telephone. <laughs> that's what, that's what. Even if you're going to a direct source, your brain manipulates things over time. Yep. And it sucks, but it is what it is. So not very good history, historical You know accuracy. what I would like to see one day? If any of you watch Black Mirror, first of all, how are you doing? Because (laughs) I was not doing well. I could only watch like maybe two episodes in one sitting and would have to take a break for days. I needed a mental break. Yeah. Yeah. Except go watch San San Junipero. Junipero. That's really the only one that matters. Well, there is one episode. 
oh gosh, I can't, I want to say it's the history of you or something. It's history of us. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. It's where they have a chip implanted in their eyes and their eyes are essentially camcorders oh, and they I've can recall one. at any point and they'll say, you just said this. And she'll say, no, I didn't. And he's like, hold on and hits rewind and plays it like on a projector and shows her saying this and shows, oh, fine. Like it's. Yeah. God, calling people out in real time you know what and immediately this is how you know i listen to too much true crime my first thought was oh my god could you pull the information from the deceased and if you're like what happened to them and capture their last moments i think of the delphi girls immediately thought of delphi that could have been figured out so have that solved in 48 hours or less right because uh, then the hardest part is where did he go yeah which which if y'all aren't caught up on the delphi murders first of all if, if you're, you're not, not from Indiana. Indiana. Well, it made national news. No, there, it really did. A lot of true crime podcasts have talked about it up until this point. I'm really mm -hmm. caught up on uh, a podcast I think, that I listen to, Wine and Crime. They've already discussed it yes. at this point. Yeah. These two little girls, it's terrifying. It's awful what happened. I don't. I think it hits so close because it is so close to home. But these two little girls. I think it just also hits close because we were the two little girls that would walk down the train tracks home yes. from school every day yeah like this is what happened they were walking on a trussel which mm -hmm. is what was near my grandma's house mm -hmm. it did it felt very familiar and it freaked me out because these two girls i think they're like 13 and 14 disappear abby and libby and they find them very soon later dead in the woods and these girls had the foresight which like i don't know if I could have again I when I was 14 we didn't have cell phones like I was gonna that. say they're so attached to their phones at this point maybe it was a different but Libby had the foresight to take out her phone and start taking pictures and videos which scares me to death because she knew she was going to die and said this is what I this like, is all I can give you he was well in the distance when she shot the first photo of him walking down the train tracks I don't even think he had talked to them by then mm -hmm. under we're under the assumption of and course stuff we can only speculate. They, they haven't released his uh, video or audio footage of where she was recording and has his voice. That we know. I don't know if we've actually, the public has heard it. And they said they do have other evidence that they never released. So, but they think they found the guy and he they is have a someone pretty good candidate. Like yeah. this guy is Ugh, creepy. Just look up Delphi murders and it'll pop up immediately. I guarantee you'll you. get down that rabbit hole and you'll just lose sleep. It's terrifying. We it got does so off scare topic. me that I hope that they're not so eager to put someone behind bars for this that they don't get the wrong person. Like I really want this to be the right person. I also don't want them to jump the gun because so many people just want closure for this case. And it's I'm been afraid years. they it's could been a miss few years. Yeah, I'm afraid they'll misstep and be like, well, he looks a little bit like him and he's already got a criminal background and like relevant things to this murder yes. case. So lock him away. And then what if the murderer goes free? Mm. It's always a very scary Yes. I yes. We're not a true crime podcast, but man, could we be? <laughs> I'm hey, twin tangents. We've already had our first one. I don't know when the next one will be coming up because it's always the fifth Thursday of the month. If fifth there is, Thursday. When there is one. Yep. We got so off topic. Wow. <laughs> so historical accuracy is a one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Not sure how we got to that point. <laughs> don't. It was. I don't know. It was a blur, really. <sighs> I just, before I fainted, after I fainted, I, I, don't, I, don't, know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Clue. <sighs> it's Clue. It's always clue. Just assume <laughs> it's, always, it's clue. always clue. It really is. Okay. God, now I want to watch it. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> the next thing is going to be the scare level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, 
one, one. It's not scary. We already said it's that. It's not scary for Supernatural. It's scary because I'm like, am I going to get in trouble for get trespassing? Right, right. Which this is an open, there was no sign saying you couldn't be there after dusk. This was a very open, pretty small cemetery. But use your context clues, y'all. Yeah, people are kind of, I don't know, there weren't a lot, there wasn't a lot of traffic out there. But just, yeah, be be safe, be smart, do all that, go all the way back to episode one when Our we talked about it. goal was to be there in the daytime. But then we got hungry. We got very hungry. <laughs> Whoops, it is. And made good conversation with our waitress. She was nice. Yes. We'll say it again. We tipped we tipped her well. Tipped her well. Next. <laughs> Over 20% at least. No less than 20%. Yeah. Anyway, next is the <laughs> believability. believability. I Megan, I just about crap myself. I'm sorry. There is a there's a pile of clothes and blankets and stuff behind you in I'm my not bedroom. Turning around. No, I thought like <laughs> you moved just right that I thought someone was standing behind you and it really this is my house. I know what's in here and uh-huh. I would I grab my stomach. Did you see that? <laughs> no, because I put my head in my hands because I know what's coming. Yeah, and you shifted your head like that and I went, Oh, there's somebody there. <laughs> the Babadook, the Bibadook. Hi, the, it's still Pride Month. Oh my god, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I will say earlier, I was certain that Maddie was home. She had to go run errands. Uh-huh. And enough, th- uh, again, I thought she was home. I was so confident that she was home that I, like, paused what I was listening to, got up, went to go open the back door. Nobody. Nobody there. This mm. is the middle of the day, folks. Wild. Nice. Welcome to my haunted house. Lastly. Wait, did we, d- wait, did we already say the... The believability? Oh, no, we didn't. No. <laughs> it's because we know what the answer is. I, be- I, I believe, if you will. Okay. Three, two, one, one. one. It's, there's just not. I don't know why I didn't give it zeros, to be honest. We've given zeros in the past, but it feels It's because harsh. I want to give this a little bit more, like, a little bit more credit than that. We've been to some pretty rough places, and this, yeah. it's like, it's just a step above. Just yeah. a little step. There, again, because we have just teeny tiny nuggets of possible evidence, there's, is the cross they were talking about, but it's not necessarily chain links. There is the guy. Like, it's just enough that I'm like, uh, one. One. Which brings us to the overall score of the cemetery. Three, two, one, one. one. Yeah. It is not the worst place we've been. No. It is not anywhere near the best place no. we've been. Not even middle ground. Honestly, the drive itself, I don't think this place is worth it. I don't, yeah, I don't know if we've ever done a, is it worth it, is it not worth it? I feel like we have sort of as a thought, afterthought, but I'll say now, unless you're close to West Baden Springs and you just want something to do on a hot, buggy, muggy summer night, go ahead and go. Otherwise, it's technically spring stuff. Just stop in Sullivan and go no further. Like, yeah, that's it. Oh, is it still technically spring? Yeah, until the 21st. June 21st, you're right. Yep. Yikes. Hmm. That's gross. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, it has been so hot. I can't stand it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. Well, that's it. That's that's West Baden Springs Bonds Chapel Cemetery. If I've been saying it wrong this whole time, I'm going to feel foolish. So dumb. Just put a, <laughs> like a beep over your voice and put it or just do the really bad cut over like West Baden Springs Chapel Cemetery or so, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like. This is what it's supposed to be over what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That covers it. I, know, I think like, we're done. There's not much more to it. That's it. I know. This is, I like, I will say we tend to push ourselves on these recordings sometimes. I'm feeling relaxed. I'm feeling good. Feeling mm-hmm. loose. We're day drinking. Not yeah. on the clock or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a good time. Yeah. 
we had a lot of segues there and god do i just want to cover true crime oh man i can't wait for the next fifth thursday because i mean we'll maybe we'll pull you guys but uh i don't <laughs> care what you have to say that's yeah. a lie that's a lie we care so much i need validation constantly <laughs> every day <laughs> okay well Thank you for coming to another episode of Or So They Say and checking us out. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, you can find us on all of our social media, first of all, and see what we've got to say outside of the podcast. And that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Or So They Say Pod. If you want to support us monetarily, you can do so a couple of ways. One of them is to check out our Patreon, and that is a monthly subscription. It starts at a dollar a month. You're not even going to miss that dollar. I right. guarantee and, it. And that is your admission to hear any EVPs we've collected, any video footage we've collected, mm -hmm. things of that nature. If you're a big spender, you can go all the way up to $10 a month on our okay. Patreon. That's not even a dollar. We're talking cents a day, guys. For 10 cents a day, <laughs> you, you can, can support, support us. <laughs> Please. Right. I don't, that's probably not 10 cents. It's whatever. I'm not a math person. Right. But I'm no mathematician, but I will say that these donations have bought us the night vision camcorders that we've talked about and the voice recorders that we've talked mm -hmm. about and, and the EMF us, reader that we've talked about. And it sent us to locations. I the mean, Sealbach Hilton was a good one that mm -hmm. we use the funds for that it's paid for future places that you don't know about yet well, but we're, we're, very we're getting about. dangerously close so Ooh. yeah we are oh yeah. wow we're getting there <laughs> like pretty close two I months away i'll give you a time frame we're like mm. quite literally two months away yeah pretty much so but you guys it's because of your support and your donations that have help us get to this point so thank you very much if you're not into monthly subscriptions i have so many subscriptions i'm actually about to call some of them and say what are you please stop because i can't even right you can do a one-time donation to our paypal which we have linked on our website so go check that out and you can donate anything you'd like unfortunately it doesn't give you access to that extra video recordings evps things like that but it is still appreciated as much as anything else that you guys are doing for us, even if that's just sharing posts on social medias. We appreciate all of it. Indeed. If you want to support us in a more tangible way, you can do that by checking out our merch at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. And for Pride Month, we've got a couple of new designs up. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, of course, we've got our normal designs are up all the time. But we've got some tarot cards with some gays, gay people. <laughs> Uh, we've got a couple of things with pride flags and things like that. So go check that out. Get your merch. Rep us. Tell people about us. That will be a wonderful conversation when they see you wearing that shirt or carrying that bag or wearing the mask. We have all. We got it all. Just go check it Heck out. Yeah. Go get your stuff. Treat yourself. <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least, if times are tough, COVID's still happening. Obviously, we were just on our deathbeds that's what we had if you that. couldn't put two and two together that's what we freaking had and it was terrible right y'all just we had covid we'll be honest we mistakes were made and really not really sure what mistake was, I was made i was gonna say i don't know what freaking mistakes it yeah. was oh my word we wear our mask we I'm, we try our best to protect ourselves at all times and it happens and that's goes to show you that wearing the mask if you're not wearing a mask you're not helping. You are not helping. I'm going to say that right now. Like, please. <laughs> Go it, get vaccinated. Get vaccinated or wear your mask, please, for God's sakes. Go to our website. Buy a mask. It's on <laughs> us. It's not on us. You still have to pay for it. So anyway. <laughs> 
please do that for god's sakes shoo anyway if you times are tough and if you cannot <laughs> if you know the donation is impossible right now you really can't buy the merch we get it we've been there we probably still there it's whatever hey yes feel yeah, it on a maybe. personal level <laughs> you can help just share our podcast with people i said you can share the the posts and things that we put on social media but really rating and reviewing our podcast wherever you're listening to us right now helps so 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 much i don't know if you guys saw our post recently we actually surpassed 3000 downloads which is wild to say out loud like it's one of the things i shared it and said Meh, there it is but right. to say we have over three thousand people who have listened to us or have listened to us over three thousand times look my favorite movie i could probably say i've watched two dozen times and i was like man that's a lot three thousand right. oh i've watched mine an uncomfy amount of times maybe <laughs> three thousand times <laughs> pushing it pushing it close but that is because of you guys sharing and rating and reviewing us. And it's it gets those more organic listens. When you share and comment and rate and review, it pops up on other people's feeds. Have you ever been scrolling through your podcast platform and say, hey, you listen to this, you may like yeah. That helps. That's Apple what podcasts, happens. Especially with their explore page. That's how that's how that works. Mm -hmm. Algorithms. Yeah, yeah, there it's something. It's science. It's what it's there for. And if you're an Apple person, you'll notice they did an update recently that's constantly asking, do you want us to track that? Do you want us to track that? <laughs> so Christ, yeah. That's what that's doing in the background. So if you think just going in there and popping on five stars, hopefully it's five stars and you're yeah. like, they're so great. I love them so much. Uh, <laughs> that's actually doing something that's bringing traffic to our podcast. And that's what's helping us so much to help us get us out there so mm -hmm. thank you for everything you guys have done for us and continue to do and we will keep bringing you more content as long as we can indeed completely unrelated and i meant to say at the beginning of the episode i'm sorry y'all i'm so sorry about last episode oh. and the recording quality we always listen back to our stuff and see like we cringe through it sometimes and see mm -hmm. what we liked and what we didn't like i don't know what happened with the recording quality i'm sorry that the there was that hum me and megan megan less often than, i mean i'm the one editing it of course mm -hmm. but she was here last time we did not hear that hum in post-production no. so i'm not quite sure where that came from i'm gonna try to make sure it doesn't happen this time we just went through extensive checks and balances before we recorded this episode so if it happens again i'm just gonna quit i guess <laughs> So <laughs> it's a very embarrassing. I do not like seeing poor quality work come out of my my little fingertips. So we're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry about the hum. It annoyed the heck out of me. Maybe it doesn't bother you guys as much as that misophonia. I can't deal. I can't handle it. <laughs> so I'll try to clean it up a little more this time around. And that's all. I think that's it. So thank you guys. And we'll see you again next week for a whole new haunted, scary place. Yeah. And, and I guess, well, you know what? I... Jesus, I just really what? need a checklist. I hate this so much. What? We're coming up on the first of the month, which we already talked about Twin Tangent. That happens on the fifth Thursday of every month, where mm -hmm. we're just going to come at you with how many segues we had in this episode, how many anecdotes. It's a whole episode of that. So if you're like, oh, I really want to hear more about Delphi, or oh man, please tell me more about Joe's Italian, we got you, fam. Oh, Check I us will out. talk about <laughs> Joe's Italian, don't you worry. Or just terrible experiences we've had in the past in food service don't even start. Okay. We will cover it. <laughs> she really we put will... a finger up. <laughs> we will cover all of that and more in our Twin Tangent episodes on the 5th 
Thursday of the month, but more importantly is the first Thursday of the month. And we're getting very close to that. What happens the first Thursday of the month, Kelsey? We don't know because it's been almost two months since we did our last one because we got sick. No, we have our listener episode where you can send us your stories. Creepy stories could be about creepy cats, creepy kids, creepy cemeteries, creepy whatever. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Send them to us. We will read them aloud with your permission. I'm assuming if you send them to us, we have your permission. But yeah, usually we <laughs> read verbatim. So go ahead and just send us any story. We've had like we've had haunted musical instruments in in closets. We've had haunted Ouija boards at birthday parties. We've mm-hmm. had haunted kids speaking through other kids Mm. i listen (laughs) that's another story so any story if you're like oh it's just kind of silly it's a silly thing that happened adjacent you know what i've told my parents haunted house story if you're like my parents grew up in a haunted house too tell us about it yes send us any of your haunted stories we will read them aloud or we're hopefully both getting vaccinated here soon now that this crap happened i drug my feet i'm so sorry that i drug my feet on getting vaccinated don't literally i am just more disappointed in myself than any of you are i I hopefully by the time you're hearing this i will be vaccinated the goal is to get that done very very soon so anyway we digress since that will be done if you are interested, know us personally. We know you personally. We're comfortable with you. Come visit me, my kitties, and my sister, and we will talk right here in this very room. Yeah, we can hook something up. We can even probably do it uh, remotely. Yeah, Zoom. That's a possibility. Yeah, technology is a thing, I guess. But that's it. I think that that is that it. is finally it. I will come with a checklist next time. I'll be prepared. Yes. I am going to probably continue to day drink because it is, in fact, still the daytime. This is new for us. This is wild. We're usually late night people. I'm going to go have hair ripped out of my body. (laughs) (laughs) Red Venus Aesthetics. Go check it out. Is that Red Red Venus Aesthetics? Yeah, maybe we'll, we're not going to do it, uh, you know. There's a free plug for you. Yeah, there's a free plug. Maybe we'll get with you and really plug in future episodes. Yep. But anyway. That's the end. <laughs> That's the end. Why am I still tired? <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. I'm for sorry. real, for real. <laughs> okay, for real, for real. Bye. Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all of our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.